0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else.
1: Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. It's been an interesting week in wrestling this week. Uh, I guess we should start off with a little bit of sad news. Uh, Arn Anderson's oldest son, Barrett, Mm -hmm. passed away this weekend. Uh, I believe he was like 37. Yeah, super young. Uh, Very young. Uh, Our condolences to the Anderson family.
0: Yeah, uh, Arn made a very short post about it. uh, And his uh, other son, the one that's Brock. Brock. Uh, He put out a a very long post on Instagram about how, uh, you know, he remembers all the times when he was like seven and riding with his brother and, you know, all this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, now he went from being the little brother to having no brother at all. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. You know, my heart goes out to him. Yeah. Because it's got to be tough. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, this week we actually have two whiskeys that we're going to try. Just
0: trying, are you trying to make up for the gin? Is that what it is?
1: No, no. We remember last week I said where I'm, I'm broke and I have a liquor full of
0: (laughs) liquor cabinet full. Yes.
1: So now we're, we're going to try to go through. And I thought that because we have St. Patrick's day this week, it is, I'd start with some Irish whiskeys.
0: Hey, look at you being all topical.
1: So, so we've got, uh, Jameson which I believe everybody likes. Jam- if you like Irish whiskey? You know, yeah.
0: If you like Irish whiskey, you like Jameson.
1: Yeah, it's it's your it basic is. Irish whiskey that everybody say, goes to.
0: Really to me Jameson is the Jack Daniel's of Irish whiskey. Yeah. Um there is nothing wrong with it. There's nothing overly super oh my god spectacular about it. Yeah. Uh
1: it's triple distilled 40% oh, alcohol by volume. There you go. Jameson. And then we have slain Irish whiskey. This one is triple cast, um, which yeah, whatever. This is also 40% alcohol by volume.
0: So it's the same alcohol content. Yeah.
1: Yeah. If I remember correctly from our first time trying them, we, we do enjoy the Jameson. We didn't really enjoy the slain much. The
0: Jameson definitely has a better smell. I think, um, that could just be, you know, Jameson, the fact that it's nostalgia and all that stuff. Like, I don't know how this would work in like a blind test, I guess, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to say that Jameson's better, even though I haven't, you know, haven't, haven't retasted them yet. Yeah. What do you say? Let's,
1: let's start with the slain. All right. And, and then we'll top off with the one that we know that we will. Sounds good. Enjoy. So cheers. Cheers.
0: Yeah. This lane just has no flavor.
1: Yeah, it is. It's not bad.
0: Yeah, it, it's not. Look, look, it, it ain't bad. It has no character, I guess is the better way to put yeah. it. It has some flavor, but it's got no character. It is literally <clears throat> spicy water.
1: Yeah. It'd be great to mix.
0: Yeah, that would be great, fun. Great
1: to mix into something where you're not trying to change the flavor profile. That would of,
0: be fun in an Irish coffee. Yeah. Right? Because... You're talking coffee, you're talking the Baileys, you're talking all that kind of stuff. So that would be fine in an Irish coffee because it's not going to carry any of that whiskey note. Mm -hmm. Um, If you mix that in with a Coke, you're drinking a Coke. Yeah. Um, And you're just going to get drunk quick. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, if if that's what you're trying to do. Sometimes, I guess, right? So we're going to do the Jameson. Yeah, we'll do Jameson. Cheers. Cheers. Jameson actually has flavor.
1: Yeah, Jameson has a little bit of flavor to it. It's nice to just sit there and maybe put some ice in there and just mm-hmm. sip on it for a little while while you're playing games Jameson is that you got from McNarbs, you know.
0: To me, Jameson is for sure a sipping whiskey. Right? Yeah. It is something you put in a glass, you put an ice, a big ice cube in it so it melts slow, and you enjoy it. Yeah. Slain is going to be something that Oh, let me grab a let me get grab a whiskey and coke. Let me grab a, you know, yeah, something like that. That's where that's going.
1: Something nice and easy to mix yep. where you're not trying to change the flavor but you want you want to get a little little tipsy. Exactly. What are they what do the kids say turnt now?
0: Uh, Man, I don't know.
1: <laughs> oh, should we jump into the recap of uh yeah, this week's we made All right, so what happened all raw? We have Bobby Lashley delivering a message to Bray Wyatt um, and asking what would it take to get Wyatt to face him like a man instead of being attacked by Uncle Howdy. Uh, Bianca Belair defeats Carmella via pinfall. Logan Paul knocked uh, Seth Rollins out when they had a face-off. Omos defeated Dolph Ziggler via pinfall. Johnny Gargano defeated Finn Balor via pinfall. Uh, This took some distraction from Edge coming out, but Gargano did get the win. Piper Niven defeated Nikki Cross via pinfall. John Cena accepted a a match with uh, Austin Theory for WrestleMania. Chad Gable defeated Baron Corbin via submission. Um, And... Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus challenge damage control to a six-women tag match at WrestleMania. Hooray. (laughs) The other big storylines that uh, happen throughout the show involve the bloodline. Yeah. Uh, We have Kevin Owens facing Solo Sokoa in a match where Kevin Owens gets the win, but it is via disqualification as Sokoa is just like, all right, well, now I'm just going to beat you down.
0: And I think Sammy comes in and makes a save on that.
1: Yeah, Sammy came out uh, and made the save. And Owens, they did the backstage segment. Owens basically told Sammy, go back to Roman. Mm -hmm. Go back to Roman because nobody wants you. Yeah. And then we have Sammy Zayn defeating Jimmy Uso via pinfall. After which we have Jay get in the ring with Jimmy. Shoulder bump, go out and hug Sammy. Mm -hmm. Sammy's celebrating. He's happy. He's excited. Yay. He's got Jay. Super kick from Jay. Yep. Throws Sammy back in the ring. Jimmy gets on and starts beating uh, Sammy. Jay gets in the ring and throws Jimmy off of Sammy and starts beating on Sammy himself. Mm -hmm. So as of right now, Jay has rejoined the bloodline. Yeah.
0: So, that was Monday night raw. Moving to Wednesday night, we had we kicked off with Orange Cassidy versus Jay Lethal for the All-Atlantic Championship. Orange Cassidy wins. Later on the night, Tony Khan had a big announcement. Where he announces that the All-Atlantic Championship is being renamed to the International Championship. And next Wednesday on Dynamite, Jay Lee or Orange Cassidy will face Jeff Jarrett for it. Woo! Um, we had A.R. Fox and Top Flight versus Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Daniel Garcia. JAS won. Uh, we got Sky Blue versus Ruby Soho. Ruby wins. Then she cuts a promo. Um, I liked Ruby's promo here because she basically told the truth as to why she's a heel. Uh, you know, her comments were along the lines of like, she was talking about Tony, uh, storm and she, she understands why Tony and Saraya are acting the way they are because Tony had this championship and the whole time she had it, she was called an interim champion. And then as soon as she lost it, Oh no, no, it's an actual championship now. Uh, because she lost it to an original, you know, there's a little bit of spin in there, obviously. Uh, you know, she talks about Soraya and says, uh, you know, Soraya was begged to come back to wrestling, to come back to the company, and then immediately just got shit all over. Uh, every time she got in the ring, she was never good enough. She's been out for seven years. What do you expect? Type thing. Um, and that's why she joined them because there's just no respect. Um, had John Silver and Alex Reynolds, they lost to John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, Ricky Starks cuts a promo where he asked, "What's next for Ricky Starks?" Uh, and he got jumped. I'm trying to remember who jumped him. Like it was, I'm blanking. It was that memorable. Like the the rundown I'm looking at doesn't have any kind of rundown on it. That's how memorable it was.
1: Yeah, I'm completely blanking. Like I'm going back and,
0: yeah, I I don't remember who it was. Wasn't JAS? Mm -mm. No, it was an individual guy. Uh, Hangman also cuts a promo where he talks about. He tells Renee he's sorry, uh, and he says that he wants all this to be over with basically. Uh, And then we had the TNT Championship match of Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Wardlow lost. He just won the belt at Revolution on Saturday, and then he immediately loses the following Wednesday to Powerhouse Hobbs with the help of QT Marshall, which we're going to talk about a little bit more when we get into it, because... God, that was an awful decision, uh, if you ask me. As far as yeah,
1: that was ext- both of them
0: came out looking. Yes, worse. both of them came out looking bad. Like there, there was no winner there. Um, Wardlow just got the belt and immediately loses it after being powerbombed into a stack of cardboard and, and could not, not, not pinned, he couldn't answer a 10 count because Powerhouse Hobbs and QT Marshall, yes, you heard that right, QT Marshall powerbombed him mm. and Wardlow couldn't answer a 10 count. Um, Hobbs looks weak as hell because he had to have QT Marshall help him to win. So, not a fan at all of that. But that was Dynamite.
1: So, moving over to SmackDown. SmackDown had Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus versus Xavier Woods versus Karrion Cross versus L.A. Knight. This ended in a draw when both McIntyre and Sheamus scored pinfalls. This was for the number one contendership for the Intercontinental Championship. Xavier Woods was added in last minute-ish a couple days beforehand because Kofi, who was supposed to be involved in the match, is injured. Uh, Next week, we're going to get a match between Sheamus and Drew to determine who the number one contender is. My guess is it's likely going to end in another draw or double, double, DQ, out, double something. DQ something. Because uh, we're going to go into WrestleMania with a triple threat. It's what WWE does. Yeah um judgment day um defeats legato del fantasma via pinfall uh Ooh, faces yeah they're they're suddenly faces <laughs> hashtag suddenly face uh Dominic mysterio rolled up Cruz following a super kick from priest who wasn't who
0: yeah never mind I was gonna say who wasn't part of the match but yeah yeah he yeah it was it was uh it was a three six man yeah it was
1: a, it was a six three. man yeah. Yeah, it was a tag uh, we have the Viking Raiders defeating Braun Strowman and Ricochet via pinfall. Um, we have Gunther shaming Adam Pierce for not finding a uh, conclusive title challenger. Charlotte Flair defeats Shotzi via submission. And we have the Usos come out to cut a promo. Sami Zayn attacks Jimmy, or really no, like no, promo. Sami Zayn attacks Jay. And of course, the two of them start to beat down on Sammy and Cody Rhodes come out to make the save. Mm-hmm. The other big news coming out of SmackDown this week, we finally, four weeks before, three weeks before WrestleMania, we have our first announced Hall of Fame inductee. Booyaka, Rey Mysterio. Is going into the WWE Hall of Fame,
0: well deserved. Good old Ron Mysterion Jr.
1: <laughs> so yeah, Ray is being inducted into the Hall of Fame, and they're of course using it for story between Ray and Dom.
0: Yeah, Ray
1: still refuses to punch Dom.
0: It would not fight me if, or, or it wouldn't surprise me if Dominic messes up the hall of fame induction and that's what causes Ray to snap. And that leads to a match made the next night on WrestleMania.
1: I don't think we get that close to, I think WrestleMania is so big that they don't want surprises anymore.
0: True. They want, they
1: want to tune in to see Ray versus Dom. Yeah. So we'll set that up before then, but I like your idea. I do like, uh, in the promo that followed Ray being announced for the Hall of Fame, Dominic said that he's ashamed to be Ray's son. He wishes he was Eddie's son. And he should have been Eddie's son. Yep. Uh, finally. Yep. Like that should have been dropped six months ago.
0: Oh mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, going into Rampage, we had Sammy Guevara versus Action Andretti, where Sammy Guevara wins because Daniel Garcia got involved. We had the Acclaimed versus Jack Cartwheel and Starboy Charlie. Um, of course, the Acclaimed one. And then Matt Menard and Angelo Parker uh, came in uh, wanting to get the Acclaimed to join them. Uh, we then had Takeshda versus Preston Vance. Uh, where Takeshita to to wins. Mark Briscoe got in the ring where he made an announcement about the ROH titles, uh, the tag titles. He said, uh, you know, it's time to move forward with these titles. So I'm in the back talking to my main man, Tony. Tony and I had an idea for the titles. So on March 31st at the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor, They're going to have a Reach for the Sky ladder match. Um, And the first entrants named for it are the Lucha Bros. Well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, Then we had Reho versus Nyla Rose. Uh, And everybody tuned out. Yeah. Reho won. So, yeah. And then... Afterwards, and this, I, I really didn't get this part, right? So, Riho wins. Nyla Rose and Marina Shafir beat up Riho because, I mean, that's just how they do their heels. And then, uh, Soraya, Tony Storm, and Ruby Soho come down to the ring and spray painted Riho with an L. Um, and the, here's why I say I don't get that part. So, they're the outcasts, is what they're calling themselves. Uh, I feel like the, the, the outside. outside. <laughs> I feel like the outside hers would have been better. Yes, absolutely. Um, but hey, whatever. Uh,
1: Maybe they thought that that was just too close, and that WWE probably. would sue them since yeah, WWE owns, 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 owns that. all WCW stuff.
0: So their 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 war has been against these originals. So they attack Riho, who's an original. Mm-hmm. So is Nyla. So why didn't they attack Nyla too? They're scared of Nyla, and maybe. No, maybe the the real
1: answer is uh, because Nyla's a heel. Nyla's a heel, and Tony Khan doesn't think
0: that far ahead when he books. Yeah, Nyla's a heel, and and we as we all know in wrestling, heels stick together Mm -hmm. like bad people never do, Mm -hmm. and good guys never have each other's back like good people always do. Mm -hmm. So,
1: uh juice robinson
0: was who attacked juice Robinson, that's right ricky no nope, uh, no nope. yes uh and you know we made the comment he's the uh he has more head than face <laughs> uh when he did it but that show to me that just says how much i don't care mm. um so i want to talk about i want to i want to uh, mention jays uh promo that he cut on smackdown okay I really like this promo. It had layers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? It, Jimmy cuts a promo to start with talking about JB and back in the bloodline, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? The bloodline stronger, is back together, you know, we're unstoppable, yada, 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 yada. When Jimmy cut his promo, Jimmy says, you know, people have been asking me why I did it. Why did I turn on Sammy? His response was, I had to. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a choice. You know, he said, and the fans are booing, and he says, you know, don't boo me on that. You know, if you have a brother that calls you that needs help, they need help with a power bill, they need help with rent, they need some groceries, you're going to help them. Yep. They're family. No matter what, you're going to help your family. I didn't have a choice. When Roman made the statement last week
1: that if mm-hmm. Jay was not back in the Bloodline by next Friday, yep, so you know he, he was going to blame Jimmy.
0: He was blaming Jimmy, which that was go,
1: targeted straight at Jay. Yeah,
0: which let's go all the way back to the beginning of this Bloodline stuff. Main event: Jay Uso challenging Main Roman event Reigns. Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns in an I Quit match. Mm-hmm. And Jay absolutely would not say he quit. At that time Jimmy wasn't in the bloodline. Jimmy was Jimmy injured. was on the outside he was he was injured, but he had just come back. he was on the outside of it telling Jay, you don't need this you know Romans he, he's using you the whole thing And the way Jay finally quit was Roman put Jimmy. In the triangle,
1: who was still injured
0: at the who time? Was still injured. Uh, like he'd or at come least back to TV. T- he'd he'd
1: come back to TV, but I think he—I don't think he'd been cleared to wrestle yet.
0: Yeah. Uh, or even if you he know. had kayfabe, yeah, he was kayfabe he was still out. Um, Roman put him in the submission move, mm-hmm. and was yelling at Jay, "I'll break his arms. Uh, I'll kill him." And Jay finally said he quit. Yep. So. We got this. I, that's why I this promo. And if if WWE, again, I'm I'm putting a lot of faith here, which I probably shouldn't. But but you're you're
1: putting the faith in Triple H, who has shown a knack for really telling
0: decent stories. This just solidifies to me that Cody wins at Mania. Oh yeah, that promo solidifies Cody winning because that promo that the the action surrounding it is the mirror of what's kind of started the bloodline, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the perfect way to end the bloodline. I, I think we we spin out. Cody
1: wins at Mania. Jay's going to get a win over Roman
0: at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. Cause, cause I Whether
1: feel it's in a multi-man match or,
0: or however it goes. I still feel like we're building... We're, we're building to one of two things. We're either building to Roman pulling double duty and losing a belt to Sammy and a belt to Cody. Or he pulls double duty, he loses a belt to Cody, he beats Sammy. But the way he beats Sammy pushes Jimmy over the edge. Mm-hmm. because Jay over the edge. Jay over the edge. Pushes Jay over the edge to the point where Jay attacks Roman. And then Jimmy... Steps with his brother, mm-hmm. and you start breaking the bloodline there. And then, like say at SummerSlam or something, you have Jay versus Roman, and Jay dethrones Roman there.
1: Well, y- what you end up with, in my opinion, is you have the mirror of what happened with Sammy Kevin. Mm-hmm. Jay turns on Roman, and and yeah. saves Sammy. Roman lays out Jay. And it goes to beat him down, and and Jimmy can't let it happen.
0: Yeah. You get it. You have
1: have Roman hand Jimmy the chair and say, you do it. Mm -hmm. You do it. Prove yourself. And he won't do it. And then he nails Roman in the back with the chair like Sammy did. Mm -hmm. Then, and this is the interesting part, what does Solo do? At that point, because... I think does he join his I brothers? Think the, I think
0: the story there would be Solo spikes Roman.
1: Solo spikes Roman and walks off cuz he's yeah. Solo does not need to be associated with the Usos beyond the bloodline. Right. He needs to establish himself. Yep. So yeah, I can see him spiking Roman and just
0: walking away. And he's oh, he's done with the bloodline. He's done yeah. with this foolishness. Yeah. You know, cuz Solo really hasn't talked. Yeah. Uh, you know, so he just he just he's he's the he spikes Roman he looks at all of he looks at Roman Lee on the ground. He looks at Jimmy and Jay and just shakes his head and walks away. Um, or, what I'm afraid is going to happen is we still have like three weeks. Somehow Kevin and Sammy are going to end up friendly, and we're going to see Kevin and Sammy versus the Usos. Now, I am okay with that route. If what happens if that leads to the bloodline dissolving because then Sammy and KO win and they get those titles, and Cody beats Roman, and gets those titles, and then like say the next night on Raw, Cody comes out with both titles on his on his shoulder, and says, you know I thought Roman looked stupid carrying around two belts this entire time, and they show and then they they go to the the unified title or something either they go
1: to the unified title or he's cody like look comes out and he goes this is the one i yeah. cared about all I i'm going to wanted... vacate this one here you go yeah.
0: all so, i wanted was this one right here and he holds up the wwe title and then like you said vacates the universal one and then they announce like a tournament or something uh, which is what they should do yeah. they
1: should either they should either have sammy set up to take one and cody take the other mm-hmm. which as much as i like the feel good story aspect of that is the wrong decision for mania. Yeah. Uh you I think the the right course to go at this point.
0: Well what you do is I think you have Cody them both, mm-hmm. right? He comes on a wrong, he vacates the universal title. SummerSlam's in August, right? Yeah, somewhere about July, that. August, something like that. September, August, somewhere in that, that time frame. That would be too long to have a vacant title, I think. But what you do is that on SmackDown, what would be fun to me is SmackDown, SmackDown gets thrown into chaos now because it doesn't have a champion. Mm-hmm. So Adam Pierce says, takes a play out of March Madness, okay? <laughs> Everybody on the SmackDown roster, at least all the male competitors, obviously, Throw the females in there too. Why not? They won't do that because they're not going to do intergender matches in WWE. I would be cool with that personally, but they're not going to do intergender on WWE. Every male competitor on the SmackDown roster will be put into a tournament. (laughs) All of them. For the title. And that becomes your SmackDown story for the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. Is all of these you know field of sixty four I mean you only got two hours a night, so every week you could really only have like two matches every week that would be like these tournament matches uh because you've got other storylines going on, you've got women's matches going on, you've got tag matches going on, you've got other stuff on the show, so for like the next couple of months it's just every single's match is a this is a round of sixty-four, round of <laughs> thirty-two. You know, as they bring it down, and then, like, you have what's the pay-per-view before SummerSlam? Usually, um, I don't know anymore. Whatever pay-per-view it is before <laughs> SummerSlam, is it Money in the Bank? Or you have your semif- or your your quarterfinals, right? So that at the end of that pay-per-view, you have four people. <laughs> and then you go a month with those four people uh, doing their thing. And then at SummerSlam, you have the, the semifinals and then the final. Uh, so whoever wins the title has to wrestle twice or has to win twice that on, on SummerSlam. I think that would be kind of cool. Yeah. It would be something that's never happened before.
1: So, Money in the Bank is the pay per view before SummerSlam.
0: So, yeah, that could that could work on Money in the Bank.
1: So, we have WrestleMania on the first and the second. We have Backlash May sixth. We have Blood Money, whatever it is,
0: that, on, that on that May twenty seventh.
1: Really count- well, it's the King and Queen of the Ring, right? But like, so but they're, as far they're as doing, like, yeah,
0: as far as the continuity here.
1: Uh, and then on July 1st we have Money in the Bank, and August 5th we have SummerSlam.
0: Okay, so we're talking three months, four months, really. Yeah, four months would be plenty of time at two matches a week to get winnowed through down to where we could have a a finals and a semi and a, fi, or a semifinals and a finals at SummerSlam. Um. And again, I think it would be neat just because it would be the biggest tournament of all, and you could have these weird Cinderella quote unquote moments where you know, uh, got, uh Elias beats uh I don't think he's a raw, I don't think he's a SmackDown star, but let's just say something like an Elias wins over a Bobby Lashley, you yeah, know? A, or, a twelve seed takes down a one seed type thing, you know,
1: or you have Massey Come out and and or Montsoil. you know, just one of where them.
0: they,
1: you know, they, obviously they don't go all the way. No, they immediately lose in the next they round. They win a couple, you know, and and go
0: forward. But you have that that twelve seed beat the two seed. You have yeah. you know that kind of thing. And then when you get down to it, you end up with Sammy. You end up with Kevin. You end up with Roman. Well, I think Kevin's raw. Yeah, he is. So you end up with Sammy. You end up with Roman. You end up with Jay. And you end up with you know somebody else, major uh, a a Seamus or a Drew Drew. or something like that, right?
1: See, here's the thing:
0: if Roman
1: does not lose to Cody, Mm -hmm.
0: who beats him? At this point, he's had the belt so long. Beats him. That, I mean, they could rebuild somebody quick. You know, a few months. You could take a Drew McIntyre. You could take a Sheamus.
1: The only you know. ones that would actually stand, in in my opinion, of of. uh as Michael breaks
0: things here in the yeah. studio. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you could have, you could build up a a. Drew could be built up very quick. D- Drew could could do it. I would say Sheamus could do it. <laughs>
1: Seamus, uh, maybe Gunther could be elevated. Yep. But they're not going to do heel Seth. versus heel. Seth, Seth is, could be moved Seth over is the real answer. Yeah. Seth is the real answer because Seth is currently a face. And in this storyline, Seth has Roman's number. You know, mm-hmm. Roman's beat Seth. Yep. We, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. I don't remember if we talked about it on air or off air. But Roman has beat Seth on... Multiple occasions. But for the storyline, for kayfabe, Seth has always had Roman's number. And you just, you you keep playing that card. But, yeah, it's got to build towards something. And I, I think if they don't have Cody win and then vacate, like we've been talking until this this actually very... Intriguing booking that means WWE is never going to do right. it. Then you end up with a Becky two belt situation where somebody gets a quick win over Cody for the
0: SmackDown title. Yeah. Uh, and But to me, that kind of stuff just feels. Ugh. I mean, yeah, I would rather
1: v- just a vaca- you know, vacate the title. And, and be done with it. Right let Cody go forward and wrestle whoever he's going to wrestle on Raw.
0: Right, because Cody, like, I get them not wanting Roman to vacate the title. You know, back last year, I think they were talking about that they didn't want, they really didn't want to go into WrestleMania with Roman having one belt or having both belts, but Mm -hmm. they also didn't want Roman to lose until at least Mania. So they were kind of stuck. Yeah. You know, and I think we even discussed, well, you have Roman vacate one. Uh, but they didn't want to go that route either. Mm-hmm. So, and I can see why, because the Universal title is the one Roman had first. Yeah. It's the one he's had, held the longest. And so. It's, it's the one that they
1: really want you to think is the premier title for WWE. Right even though the WWE heavyweight championship in my opinion because it has the history is the is the premier title.
0: Mhm. So, well, the WWE title is the, the premier title, isn't it? They really want you to think that the universal title the is Because the universal title is the one they made up. It's the one they made up, but it's they've the most really recent
1: the one. way that they have booked that
0: well, and yeah, the way well, that they have the way that they have
1: played that story with Brock being the fur you know, or yeah. you know, being the champion, and all, they really want you to think. And I think it was but because it was ornament. on Raw, yeah. Originally, it it, they really want you to think that that is the premier title. It
0: also kind of started off with very bumpy. Finn won it and yeah. had it for a day because he got injured.
1: He got injured by Seth. Seth yeah. won the title. F- however, they got to him. Seth yeah. winning it there, and then you know you've had brock come in
0: and other people but but the the thing is the the WWE title is the lineage title which is why i could say and correct me if i'm wrong cody wasn't even in the company when the universal title was created right no he was not so because when he left you
1: still had you had the WWE title and the big gold belt wasn't it? Uh, the heavyweight title i think is what they were Yeah i think it. they called it the heavyweight championship And they may not have even had that because they had reunified that one for a little while before they spun out. So to me,
0: it feels like that's even more of a reason that Cody comes out on Monday Night Raw with both belts. He says, he holds up the WWE title. This is the belt my dad never won. This is the belt that always eluded my family. Then he holds up the universal title. I wasn't even here when this belt was made. And he, and he, have him run down Brock, have him run down Roman. Mm -hmm. The champions that have held this belt, what good are they? You know, and he runs down Brock about being a part time champion and the belt never got defended when Brock had it. You know, he runs down, he runs down Roman about the belt and everything. Then he goes back to the WWE title and he talks about the lineage of that title.
1: The Stone Cold Steve Austin's, the Rocks. He calls the, out the, the guys Hulk from the, Hogan's. He the, calls out
0: the, the guys from the eighties, the guys from the nineties. Bruno He'll, San
1: Martino, you know.
0: Yeah. He calls out even people like have him call out Big E with it. Be like, you know, one of the fir- and Kofi, you know, the f- mm. calls out Kofi, the first African American champion to hold a title, a, a major title. Kofi Kingston held this belt, you know that kind of thing. Um, Even though he wasn't the first to hold the championship title, that was Booker with the with the big gold belt. But you get what I mean. Well,
1: you have Booker. You have Ron Simmons who won the NWA title. The NWA titles, Uh, but you know you can get into you can get into that. But
0: this is WWE world. Remember, yeah. So, but you have him run down the Universal title, just dog shit that title, and say, I don't need this, Mm. and. Like Adam Pierce comes out or says something about it, and he just gives it to Pierce and says, "Figure out something to do with it." I don't want it.
1: Yeah.
0: And then on bonus, po- bonus
1: yeah. points if Cody comes out with a belt that looks like the version that Dusty would have challenged yeah. for, which I don't pretty- I don't remember I don't which one they at had at that point in time, because yeah. you know they had a couple right. different it variations over place, time. But yeah, but bonus points bonus if he points carries for that.
0: You know. Um, and then Pierce takes it over to SmackDown and Pierce tries to like placate across that and be like, Cody Rhodes has, has vacated this title. Uh, you know, he said that the only belt he wanted was the one that his dad never won, yada, yada, yada. So we're going to have this big tournament or we're going to do this. or We're going to do that. Roman comes out, bitches and complains that he, it should just go back to him. Then blah, blah, blah. Here you go. And you know what I'm afraid of? I'm afraid that
1: Sammy gets in a triple threat with Roman and Cody and Cody pins Sammy.
0: yeah,
1: so then Roman
0: has the oh, I never lost. Well, that's why that's why I was saying that I feel like if they do a triple threat thing at mania like a two falls, first fall gets this mm-hmm. belt, second fall gets this belt. you to me, you have to do it. We're Cody pins Roman and Sammy pins Roman to just finish that story. Yeah. More than likely what would happen is Cody pins Roman. Cuz you have to have that moment, right? But then Sammy wins his belt by like pinning Cody or something like that. So mm. you have the Cody pins Roman, Roman gets livid, beats the piss out of Cody with a chair, leaving Cody laying And then Sammy sneak rolls up Roman or some shit like or throws Roman out of the ring and covers Cody while he's out, something like that. Right?
1: What they should do if they're going to do a triple threat, what they should do: Cody and Sammy team up on Roman, beat him down, toss him out of the ring. One of them lays down one two three. (laughs) The other other person's they just roll over one two three. That would be funny.
0: (laughs) Uh, It's not WrestleMania worthy. It's Not WrestleMania worthy. But I would. I would die laughing. (laughs) Um. But I feel like, you know, that that would be the way it would be. One of the belts would be lost due to either, due to Sammy pinning Cody. Yeah. So that Roman could say, I lost both my belts. Fair. I got pinned for one, but I didn't get pinned on the other one. Yeah. And, and then they go from there. Oh. So,
1: WWE is apparently in talks with various state gambling commissions Uh because they want to legalize betting on their results. I, I don't get into sports bets that that's not my thing. And beyond sitting here with, with my friends and, you know, Discussing, oh, I think this person's going to win this match or this person's going to win this match. I would never bet money on a scripted draft. show. No. Why?
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, like they do, DraftKings does stuff with betting on it right now, but it's not on the outcomes. Yeah. DraftKings does what, from what I looked at, it's mostly prop bet type stuff. Mm. It's, you know, how many F fives will Brock Lesnar hit, you know, yeah. how many near falls are going to be in this match. Uh, they did one for the Iron Man match uh, from revolution with, uh, you know, what would the fall count be? Not who won. Just what would the fall count be, you know, stuff like that, uh, which hey, you know what, whatever. Mm. I mean, there's gambling on everything. There's gambling on the freaking Grammys, the Oscars.
1: Look, if you want to bet and waste your money away on that kind of stuff, do it. Mm-hmm. But don't bet on the results of a show that somebody has the ability to change. Right.
0: Hey, I saw the Vegas line, man. It looks like, uh, looks like they're betting hard for Cody to win. Um, how about we, uh, how about we let Roman win and, and, and we'll get your like former college roommate to bet $100,000. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, you know, you, you have like what 10 to 1 odds, so that you just want a million right. bucks. I, come on.
0: Yeah. It, it, it does not seem right. I guess is a good term there. Um, I mean, think back to, of course, neither of us were alive, but you can think back to the the 70s, even the early 80s. I was alive then, but, man, I wasn't watching boxing. Um, All the scandals that boxing has had through the years with fight fixing and all of that kind of stuff, and that's a legit sport, Mm -hmm. right? For the most part, it's supposed to be a legit sport. But think about all that stuff in, like, the 60s and 70s where it was – You're going to go down in the third, Michael. And it's not even, like, related, you know, relegated to back then. That still goes on
1: today, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure it does. A little more sophisticated. But, you know, back then it was uh, you got brought into the, I mean, think about Pulp Fiction, right? Yeah. You get brought into the smoky bar and told, look, I got a lot of rich people that are betting on you to go down in the fourth round. And if you go down in the fourth round, you're going to be a very wealthy man. Mm Mm-hmm. If you don't, well, they don't take losing very nicely. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So, you go down to the fourth <laughs> round. Yeah. Or you do I, like Pulp Fiction and you, you know, you, <laughs> you don't. Well, don't
1: don't ever try to do like they do in Pulp Fiction. Because, <laughs> but if you haven't seen that movie, take time to watch it today. Yeah. It's worth it. But yeah, just, Why would you bet on a scripted product?
0: Yeah, it it makes no sense.
1: And, you know, they were talking about, well, okay, if it's legalized, they've got to figure out how to not tell anybody who's going to win the match. So now you have no long-term booking. Yep. Because your writers can't know who's winning. Mm Mm-hmm. I get the capitalistic impulse to, hey, here's a way that we can make more money. But you have to look at your product as a whole and realize that the reason that things work...
0: You're asking people to do entirely too much. I know, but the the reason that (laughs) this works
1: is because we can book out for WrestleMania. Yeah, and we're not having to throw in random finishes from week to week. Mm-hmm. We can tell a story.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I think it's a terrible idea, honestly. Um, <laughs> I mean, like I said, people bet on everything. Mm-hmm. You know, hell, during the Super Bowl, Super Bowl, there is a usually a bet on what color the Gatorade will be that gets thrown on the winning coach. You know, things like that. Yeah. I am perfectly okay with that in wrestling. That's all for fun. Yeah. How many Spanish announce tables are going to get destroyed? You know, like... One. Back back in the day, me and some other friends used to get together for every pay-per-view. And we would bet on who was going to win the match. Mm -hmm. No money, obviously, but it was at the end of the show, whoever had the most wins... The next pay per view, the rest of the group had to buy their steak, because we always grilled steak and did baked potatoes for for, for pay per views. Whoever won, you didn't have to buy your steak. Some the the group bought yours. Yeah, you know,
1: see, and that's that's good fun. That's everybody getting together, having fun, and at most it costs other people an additional yeah. f- four, bucks, five bucks, bucks, four bucks depending on the steak. And, and that the you thing get.
0: was, you know, we use stuff like. Okay, we're going to the final match. It's, it's Roman versus Cody. We're tied. We both know Cody's winning. Mm-hmm. So then it would become a how many crossroads get hit. Or do more spears or more crossroads get hit? You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, you know, closest without going over type thing. Yeah. Um, you know, is there a how many tables get broken? You know, that kind of stuff. Does Cody get, does Cody catch on fire coming out in his pyro? (laughs) You know, little things like that become the tiebreaker. That's all fun and games. We never would have put money on any of that. No. And we're outsiders, right? I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine the regulatory cluster that it would be considering all of this stuff is pre-scripted. Yeah. Trying to figure out who works for the company, who is related to somebody who works for the company, Mm -hmm. who is close contact with somebody that works for the company. Cause like, like I work for AT&T, right? Yep. Anytime AT&T cricket, whoever does a contest of any sort, I'm not allowed to participate because I work for them. Neither is any of my family. Yeah. Cause I work for them. Granted, I'm way down on the totem pole. I can't make calls or decisions on anything. But because I work for it, there is a possibility, no matter how minute it might be, I could. yeah, well, to but, to make it maybe more relatable to
1: to people, and maybe not. I, I, but I grew up, my dad worked in radio. Mm-hmm. You couldn't win any radio contest. I could not enter into or win any radio contest. My dad worked for Clear Channel before it became iHeart, and he remained with iHeart up until recently. Even though my dad now lives states away, I cannot enter, or I could not enter, Mm -hmm. any radio contest, really for any company. Like, not even, sure, you've got, you know, iHeart that's doing its thing, and maybe Cumulus over here doing their thing. I still couldn't really enter into Cumulus. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Because there's and a possibility that there could be collusion, the, yeah, that kind of uh, stuff. So, so uh, you know, my so, dad's no longer with
1: them. I can enter but now. But...
0: but now here's the thing, right? You and I are friends. Yeah. Let's say your dad had the pull yeah. to make a con- to pick the contest winner. You could tell me, yeah. "Hey, man, look, you need to do at this time. You need to call this number and answer this question, mm-hmm. right?" My dad's gonna be the one that answers the phone, so he's gonna be looking for your phone number to pop up. You know? And you I'm know, not look, family. I'm not related.
1: You know when when they say that, you know, the 99th caller or the 127th or the 60th caller. Right. They control what number you are. Yeah. They they don't even right. have they can pick up, hey, you're the first caller. Sorry you didn't win, and pick up the next phone. Hey, you're hey, the ninth caller. Hey, you're the yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. So that's why I say it becomes this weird, like, so, so triple H can't, can't, uh, win a bet. I would imagine on anything wrestling related, but could his college roommate that he's still friends with for, you know, okay. 20 years. So we've
1: talked about people who work for the company. What about people who own stock in WWE? Right. So now we've gone from let's just say workers and peripheral. So we've gone from a few thousand, maybe even you know several thousand to millions. Right. So, uh, so look, I I don't I don't have any stock in WWE. Like I've I've not gone out and said I want WWE stock. But what if my retirement plan has WWE stock?
0: Right. Or
1: my four hundred one k. You know.
0: Yeah. It's a nightmare. It really is. Uh, Because, like you mentioned, the stock uh, option, or the stock people. Um, What about that guy who who owns a a considerable portion? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not as much as Vince, obviously. Hell, not even as much as like Triple H or Stephanie or anything like that, but still owns a pretty considerable amount of stock that, him selling it would affect yeah. the stock, right? And he says, look, I just bet a million dollars on Roman to win. Um, I would hate to have to sell all of my stock to to cover that million dollar loss that I'm just about to take Yeah, if Roman loses. I mean, I would hate to have to do that. That becomes this weird financial uh, incentive <laughs> for them to be like, mm, maybe Cody wins, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. It just, I think it opens up entirely too many doors for malfeasance. Mm-hmm. I i could not imagine any regulatory body and being like, yeah, that's fine.
1: Now imagine beyond all of that, let's just say randomly it gets approved. Now imagine what they have to do to ensure that people are interested in it. Yeah. Because you and I sit here every week and we talk wrestling. Mm-hmm. And before pay-per-views, we do a rundown yeah. of who we think's gonna win.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We sit down and we watch Rampage or Dynamite. We're sitting in here in this room together. All of our friends, we look at who's on the TV, and we say, okay, so we know that Orange Cassidy's going to win this match, but he's in a match with Jay Lethal, so it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And it is. But Orange Cassidy wins.
0: Yeah. The other parts there come it, up like, think about a squash match. Mm-hmm. So, so the, the question becomes, are they just going to open up betting on like... Just like the main events of WrestleManias, you know that kind of stuff, or is it going to be on any match at any point? Because because if it's any match at any point, the odds on Brian Danielson losing to Warhorse would be ten million to one. Mm-hmm. There would be absolutely no one that would take any action. On that bet, yeah, on the Danielson side, somebody might be like, huh, "I'm going to put a dollar on Warhorse and see if there's a a two percent botch, you know?" Yeah, uh, <laughs> and there would be a rich man a rich man if something happened, you know. But, but, then but
1: to entice the people to actually bet, you, you have, have to have Warhorse get that
0: win, right?
1: You have to have Warhorse get then, that win, and then you you have to have uh, Mansuwa defeat Roman.
0: And then what happens when you have those weird matches where, uh, you know, Ric Flair wins, and then, like, 30 seconds later, the uh, the authority figure comes out and goes, no, 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 no. Ric Flair didn't win. He cheated. Bah, bah, bah. We're restarting the match. Mm-hmm. And then Hulk Hogan rolls Ric Flair up and wins. Is that two I separate mean, matches? Is that two separate matches? Is that a, okay, Hulk won the match? Even though Ric Flair was called the winner, you lost because Hulk immediately won or eventually mm. won. Or is it a, well, we're going to have to call this one a no contest or everybody just gets their money back. There are so many. It would be, honestly, this would be like betting on Macbeth and betting that Macbeth lives in the end.
1: I believe you're referring to the Scottish play. Yes. And. uh
0: <laughs> Yeah. And he gets killed. Yeah. 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 yeah
1: he dies. Um, no I was, I was making a joke on the fact that you're not supposed to say his name. So oh, yeah. you say the Scottish play, but yeah, whatever. Maybe, a, maybe a deep cut for our, uh
0: you know, theater kids that listen to us. Right. <laughs> but, uh, it would be like that. It would be like betting that Ripley loses to the alien. Yeah. You know, i watched this movie a hundred times. You'd figure that alien would figure it out at some point. You know,
1: Rocky loses to Apollo Creed. Wait, 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 hold on. Uh, right. <laughs> that, that actually happened. But uh,
0: <laughs> so yeah, I just, no, nah, I'm, I'm not into this.
1: Yeah. Some other interesting news. Cause I think we've, we yeah. beat this, this war horse to death. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, See what you did there. We, we beat that to death. AEW is reportedly finalizing a deal with Warner Brothers Discovery for a third weekly wrestling show.
0: That would be cool. They need it.
1: They need it. In fact, I would say don't go for a third. Expand Rampage to two hours. Expand and and treat it like a second dynamite. It depends on
0: what they're doing, right? Like, are they wanting to do a... Third show that's only going to be an hour.
1: That is that is what is being if discussed. That's the
0: case, I think you, I think you're right. I think you expand Rampage to two hours. You have a two hour show on on Wednesday. You gotta move Rampage though, because if they make Rampage two hours and it comes on at nine o'clock our time, mm-hmm. right? That's coming on at ten o'clock East Coast. No one's gonna watch a wrestling show from ten to midnight on the East Coast.
1: Well, I I think if they do, if they mm, were to make Rampage two hours you have to move both shows. I think so. You you move Dynamite to Tuesday nights. Cause we don't want to go up against WWE. Well
0: if they move it to Tuesday nights they're going up against NXT. I don't care about NXT. Some people uh, do.
1: But you know what I mean? Like you don't want to do. go up against Raw you don't want to go up against Raw or SmackDown. So you put them on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. And I'd say Wednesdays and Thursdays, but people don't want to watch wrestling two nights in a row.
0: Yeah, uh, that's what was happening with uh, SmackDown when it went live on Tuesdays. When mm-hmm. it was Monday and Tuesday night, and it was just yeah. it was too much.
1: Yeah, so you get your AEW fans that are going to watch AEW. Mm-hmm. You're going to get your WWE fans who are going to watch WWE, and then you get us idiots <laughs> who all? are going to watch them all.
0: Well, why don't you but, put it on? You could put it on Sunday night. Yeah, you could do a Sunday
1: night or a Saturday night.
0: I think it's, Um, I don't know if a Saturday night would be good. um, But nothing comes on on Sunday nights. Yeah. Other than football. Yeah. During football season. Yeah, that's true. But if you put it on at like, if you put it on an eight, you're going against the night game. You're only going against the NBC night game, which Mm -hmm. Raw has been going against Monday night football for years, 30 years, right? Yeah.
1: So. And you know nobody wants to watch the the NBC night game because Chris Collinsworth is calling it, and nobody wants to listen <laughs> right. to Chris Collinsworth. Um, so
0: I think you do Sunday from eight to ten, and you do Wednesday from eight to ten. Yeah, or no, Wednesday is what seven to nine. So do Sunday from seven Sunday from seven to nine, Wednesday from seven to nine. Yeah. Boom. There you go.
1: And I, I'd be down for that.
0: You know, and, and but like you, you said,
1: like you said, they can't go. They can't have it come on at nine. For, I mean for or, us it's
0: okay that just runs nine to 11 yeah but it's
1: fine consider
0: you know it always it's always gotten to me the whole the whole time shift stuff right because the world starts at eight o'clock in the morning
1: mm-hmm.
0: not eight o'clock your time zone usually eight o'clock in the morning right most people in the east coast are going to work at eight. Most people in Central are going to work at 8, you know. Yep. But the nighttime shift, the nighttime prime time and all that stuff, that shifted an hour. Yeah. You know, we have 10 o'clock news. They have 11 o'clock news. It's coming on at the same time, but that's how it's done. I see people complain all the time. Especially about like WrestleManias and things like that that run so long. You know, we watch them and we leave at like eleven thirty, and we're like, "God,
1: gotta go to work in the morning." It's eleven well, thirty. You know? even you know with the pay per view, the the last uh, revolutions. Yeah, we left
0: here and like, like I had 11? to work. I had
1: to work the yeah. next morning. It was after eleven. You know, it was like eleven
0: thirty. Yeah, but still you gotta work the next morning. That's an hour later in in New York. Yeah, in Florida, in you know places like that, right? So, if they put Rampage on and they ran it from 9 to 11 here, that's 10 to midnight there. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to work. No. It's just not. But if they move it up an hour, now it's direct competence I mean, they could move it up, what, and do like 8 to 10 here, and you would have an hour of overlap, uh, SmackDown and, and mm-hmm. Rampage. I don't think that would work either. No, it, it you're gonna really have, wouldn't. You're going to have too many people that are just. They're going to tune into the second half of Rampage. Or they're not going to tune in at all because I've already missed half of it. Yeah.
1: And then here's the thing at least in our opinion, AEW second hours tend to be worse than their first. Yeah. They yep. just do. So now. I'm watching two hours of SmackDown and I'm watching two hours of SmackDown because I started watching the first hour yep. and WWE love them or hate them for it. They set up their show and then they bookend with what they set up at the beginning. In general, WWE's shows build towards the conclusion. AEW shows are a disorganized mess.
0: They really are.
1: Tony says, okay, which action figures do I want to play with today? He writes them all down and draws from a hat Mm -hmm. and sends them out there to fight. Yep. that's what he does.
0: I think you you give him too much credit for uh, writing them down. I think he just throws all the action figures in a bucket. Like, he has an action figure of all of his people, and he just pulls them out, and he's like... (gasps) We pulled out Kenny Omega and rummages around. We pulled out Riho. They're going to fight tonight for the main event. And somebody's <laughs> like, no, 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 no. We can't do that. And he's like, Oh, But the hat said so. <laughs>
1: okay, okay. They can't wrestle each other. Tag match. Yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. But I think you're giving him too much credit for including the women. in yeah, the. Yeah, you know what? You're right.
0: You're, you're a thousand percent right.
1: Oh, do we have anything else to, to talk about this week? Because I really think we've kind of Not destroyed really. everything. Did
0: we, did we talk? We talked about Ramb- Revolution was last week, wasn't it?
1: Something like that.
0: Yeah. I was trying We're, to remember if we talked about Revolution at all. And I don't think we did. It was I don't Sunday. think we did. Yeah, it was this <laughs> previous Sunday. We didn't talk about it. <laughs> Um, There's not a whole, I mean, we, we hit the, the points that mattered kind of in the fact that, Hey, Wardlow won, but uh, why, uh, Brady's going to be mad at us though, for not mentioning about house of black winning the trios titles. Yeah. Um, so maybe what we'll do since we completely forgot and we got off on too many tangents is next week we'll talk about, uh, yeah. Revolution. Yeah. That was on the fifth. So yeah,
1: yeah, it was Sunday, um, We mentioned it in passing,
0: right? We just never went through it. So, we'll we'll talk okay. about it maybe next week.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll figure something out. Uh, before we go, we do need to say a big thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Goshe, Mississippi, for allowing us to use this space. Thank you, yep. Greg. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, this they they have everything over there that you could want that is nerd related or game related. They had some dragon plushies. Recently,
0: they have a plushy gelatinous cube, which yeah. I got to admit, man, I kind of won't.
1: So if you want to play D&D, if you want to play any tabletop board game, if you want to play Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, uh, Warhammer, come check out mcnarby Gaming. They have all of that here. If you don't know how to play something, there's people here that will show you how to play and help you get into the game. So come on, check them out. Tell them we sent you.
0: While you're in the area, uh, go swing by Big Dog Liquor. Get yourself a bottle of something fun. Uh, you get whiskey, rum, vodka, tequila. It's you Saint, name it, it's there.
1: It's St. Patrick's Day. Get yourself an Irish whiskey for the yeah, week. Yeah, there you go. Um, go to Walmart. Get you some green dye and dye your Irish whiskey.
0: <laughs> got a. He has a ton of wines. He does discounts if you buy cases of wine at a time. He also does a senior citizen discount and a military discount. And, hey, if you go in there on Wednesday, boom, stack your discounts. There you go. Um, so, yeah, pick yourself up something to drink there. Pick yourself up a board game over at McNarbs. Finish listening to us 1st Mm-hmm. Then give our buddies at Travelers on the Omnibus a listen. That's, uh, that's Jay and Brady and Jody and Ethan Where they take a field trip through nerd and pop culture, they Um, do. I think last week they are the one that is coming out Tuesday. We're gonna we're we're, you know recently we've been treating them like WCW treated WWE for a while. Yeah, Uh, we're gonna spoil their show. We're gonna spoil their show. Uh, They talked about the top five things that should have stopped. Um. And before that, the most recent episode that you can listen to right now is on the second book of the uh, Realms of Amber, I think is what the, the series is called, or something of Amber. Princess yeah. of Amber. Princess of Amber. Yeah. Uh, series. So give them a listen. Uh, they, are, they are nerdy and, and fun, so there you go. Uh, and check out
1: Jody. He has his own podcast, uh, Fearology where he talks about his relationship with the horror genre uh, and also releases some some experimental music and that kind of stuff. Check it out. It's, it's always a good listen and
0: very well thought out. Yep. And then finally, once you've done listening to them, once you've done, finished listening to us, give our friends at Silence Yourself one a listen as well. They talk about just uh, modern movies mostly, bingeable uh, TV shows, that kind of stuff. they got a podcast and... They are also streaming live on YouTube uh, on either Wednesday or Thursday. One of these days, I'm going to actually look up and see what day it actually is. But I'll listen to their podcast as opposed to watching them on YouTube. So, yeah. With all that said, we would like to say maybe next week in wrestling will be different. Maybe. This one was kind of boring. Uh, yeah. out, I mean, obviously, because we didn't even cover the pay-per-view. We, so. we really didn't. So, so, I guess, Cheers. Cheers.